0: His name's Bond.
1: James Bond.
0: I'm going to make him an offer, Kevin. I am your father.
1: No, I decide who I am.
0: This is Sparta! Here we go. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie or don't want it spoiled, tune out now because we're about to give our thoughts and opinions on Maleficent.
1: Mistress of Evil.
0: So yeah, this is the sequel to the, what is it, in 2014? Did Maleficent come out?
1: Let me double check. <laughs> Did you just type
0: <laughs> Melefant? <laughs>
1: You're putting me on the spot. Like, I know. Mal-
0: mal- 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 oh, I was right. It is 2014. Anyway, so this movie is about the finale. To the Maleficent and tying up all the loose ends, and they decided to hit us with some. Oh, by the way, these are her species that nobody ever knew about until now, and they live up in the sky on an island that nobody knows about.
1: Live in like a bird nest thing that like is very complex, like a labyrinth.
0: I don't know why they threw that in to add to the mystery. I don't know. It was a little bit weird, a little bit cool. Uh, basically, at the beginning, we just see we see Aurora just you know being all queen bee in the forest did
1: you just snap well yeah because she's <laughs> queen
0: bee in the, of the forest
1: the moors actually.
0: i'm sorry i'm sorry queen bee of the moors and uh so basically she's in a forest with all of these ma- magical creatures and her boy philip comes up and sh- and he's all like
1: they switch the actor from the first one to the second one they switch the actor Wait, really? Yes, I'm like 2000% sure. Look it up. Hold on.
0: Did they really? Did I just not notice? Well, then again, I mean, I haven't seen the movie in so long, or at least the first one. So, I don't know, maybe they did. Where's my boy Philip?
1: This was this was the Philip in the first one. Oh shit. Look at that thick eyebrow. Yeah, that is a different Philip. This is the new Philip. <laughs>
0: Wow, what the heck?
1: Well, I guess they really did a good job because Alex didn't notice. <laughs> but I definitely like the new Philip better. I think he looks better. This guy kind of looks like Justin Bieber-ish.
0: No, he looks more like Harry Styles. Than Justin yeah, Bieber.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, thick eyebrows, fl- flared up. Like, who do you think you are, Philip?
0: <laughs> well, Prince Charming, so... <laughs> like, what do you mean? But anyway, he comes up into the, the moors and... He's all like, Aurora, marry me, and Aurora's like, okay, and then Maleficent comes in, and she's all like, mm, I don't like this.
1: But I also want to talk about, like, the opening, like, cinematography. I do not know much about this. Alex, you can talk
0: about it. Oh, I was actually pointing this out. Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me. Oh, my God. But one of the first shots is literally just, like, a solid minute of just an uncut pan across the whole landscape following different characters and it's just uncut and it's amazing it goes through it's it's honestly amazing i want to know how they rendered this out or how they composited this because it's like you see the shot of the entire island zoomed out and then it zooms in all close up to the water as it's like skimming the water and then it zooms in super super detailed to like a flower and then you start seeing all these different creatures and it starts panning and following all the different creatures and it's and they start having dialogue and everything and it just follows them and i'm telling you this shot is like at least a minute long of just uncut footage it's amazing
1: and just like the visuals of like the nature and like the magical fairy forest was like so nice and the 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 little like water nymphs were like playing like ball with like a water droplet it was magical ooh <laughs>
0: <laughs> it had a lot of really nice visuals and I just uh oh, even from the first one I just love all of Maleficent's little effects there and all the green like whatever they do to indicate that she's using magic that like weird mix of fire and gas Yeah and like gas and puff it's just this really unique like magic kind of effect that I really like
1: But I could like definitely like tell just from this movie that like Her powers were, like, really, really, really strong. Like, I felt like they got stronger in this movie almost, like, with the effects
0: even. Oh, well, no, yeah, for sure. Because one thing that happens is when, you know, she goes into the whole, oh, you've discovered your own kind thing. Uh, and she goes m- and meets all these people. She discovers her true nature and that she comes from this phoenix thing, phoenix dragon thing that we know her from the animated movie, right? Being the super big dragon. But anyway, they, they say it's this like magical power and she's the last of its descendant. And it's it's all Jurassic Park frozen in this like giant sap in their nest or something.
1: But it was super cool to see all the variations of maleficent species and it kind of reminded me of almost avatar like whenever they had like the water avatars and the land avatars you know and
0: the air avatars
1: (laughs) well i i forgot what they're called you know the little no
0: but yeah i know what you mean like all the different subspecies yeah
1: because like her wings like the wings of like the forest avatar people of the forest maleficents were like parakeets and it was really yeah they
0: were colorful it was really pretty. But yeah. But they
1: all had those hella high cheekbones.
0: Basically, if you like looking at really pretty things, go watch this movie. It is gorgeous. But as far as the actual movie itself, it was very stereotypical in that it's like a classic fantasy story because it had all the same like mood swings and it had all the same kind of like typical dialogue. And it had like all the cliches like at the beginning where, you know, they get invited to the wedding or whatever and Maleficent's practicing her hello and she's like looking at her reflection in in, in the little river and she's all like... (laughs) and <laughs> it's all like <laughs> weird and it's like come on like you've never said hello in your life police.
1: well that's just not her character and I didn't <laughs> think it was actually that cliche I actually thought it was like a little dark for Disney let's talk about angelina jolie as maleficent she definitely did she was a very strong actor in this role i very much enjoyed her like developing the character and you think that she's already grown so much as a character and like as maleficent like she's a she's kind of a difficult person and she's grown so much to like love aurora and then she has to grow even more in this movie which is kind of hard for her because she, she's already grown so much in the first movie.
0: So as the movie keeps progressing and everything, like I said, you see all these stereotypical tropes in fantasy movies and all these very common cliches and everything, but then you get to the part where it's like at the end and the end battle and everything, and then it gets real dark and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: You know what I thought was kind of funny? that whenever the Moors, they went into the cathedral, that was a relatively small church, and all of the Moors fit in there somehow.
0: (laughs) So they trap all of the little fairy creatures and they're like cute and innocent and kind and they trap them in the cathedral they're like oh we're gonna have a wedding and then it's like psych they lock all the doors they're the only ones in the cathedral and this girl starts playing the organ all menacingly and she starts smashing on the keys and these like bombs start coming out (laughs) that turn them to dust and they die and you're like what the heck is going on this is not a fairy tale
1: I literally my mouth my jaw dropped and I was like oh my god there's like kids in the audience and I'm already crying Dying because like oh my god, Fluffles there there got a mouthful of dust and now he's dust and I'm like it was way too much for me to handle.
0: It was dark. You're like what the and heck?
1: The girl who played the villain, like the the evil queen sidekick, she was really intense. I did not like. I did not like her, but in a good way. Her name was Jen Murray. She did a really good job, but like as I said, I really did not like her, which I guess means that she did her job, so.
0: 100% complete twist, Maleficent dies, (laughs) and you're just like, what? I did not expect Maleficent to die.
1: But the way she died, like, Aurora was like, spare the queen, don't kill her, and Maleficent was, like, ready to go at her and, like, just kill her. And I was, like, so ready. I was like, oh, my God, this girl's gonna die because she was just so bad. Do it. Yeah, I was like, do it. And then Aurora was like, no, no, don't do it. Maleficent
0: and I was like, <laughs> do it. And then now, I, okay, Maleficent's about to like destroy the queen, and Aurora's like, no, I don't want you to. And so Maleficent's like, all right, fine. And then the queen's like, <laughs> what a fool. And she pulls out this she bow pulls and out arrow. no, it's not a bow and arrow. She pulls out this crossbow, and she's about to shoot at Aurora. And Maleficent's like, oh! Sh-. And she pulls Aurora to the side, and then gets stabbed in the back, and then she dies and turns to dust. And we're all like, wow, she just got Thanos. And then Aurora starts crying, and she's like. <gasps> And then the queen's all like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The queen's like, this is what you have to do. You have to make your enemies. Like, just like a bull****, like villain. Yeah, and
0: she's basically, yeah, exactly. And then she's about to, like, kill Aurora, too. But then all of a sudden, oh, another cliche. The tears of love bring Maleficent back. Oh, my goodness. But this time it's really cool because she comes back as, you know, the dragon or, like, the phoenix or whatever they want to play it as. Because it wasn't really a dragon this time. It was more of, like.
1: It had a just beak. like a really big bird yeah it had a beak. but then the queen pushes aurora off the side of the building like that's gonna help you
0: no no well yeah i mean it absolutely is gonna help you because it's like you think you just won you're about to beat aurora and then oh sh- giant f-ing bird yeah i don't want to get eaten Push Aurora out. That gives you some time. She runs away. So I got that. But like, damn.
1: Oh, we forgot one uh, essential part though. Um, The evil queen basically puts the same sleeping spell on the king as um, Maleficent did on Aurora because the spindle was still cursed. So she basically like transferred the magic to make the king sleep forever. So he's like past the- out this whole movie and the queen is like going away with her like fantasy of creating this war and everything and blah 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 and she's just crazy
0: no i i I definitely really like that about the movie that they made this queen really well like thought out and everything uh, she was definitely top tier villain <laughs> like she she was she was not having it she was willing to you know basically kill her husband basically kill her son kill everything that doesn't even deserve to die
1: Michelle Pfeiffer played her and she did a really good job like I was very impressed it kind of gave me flashbacks to when she I don't know if y'all saw Stardust but she played like an evil witch and she did a really good job I definitely think. She has a knack for playing these evil characters.
0: But yeah, overall, it was definitely a really good movie. I really liked it. I think it was a really good sequel. Um, just the only thing is that, yeah, the whole thing about bringing in her new species, uh, I don't know how I felt about that. It felt just, I don't know. It did feel a little forced. <laughs> yeah, like they just wanted to add this whole extra layer of mystery. Like, whoa, she discovering her own species. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, It was okay.
1: I mean... I thought it definitely added something to the story like
0: but what i liked about maleficent was that she was the the only one of her kind or at least we thought right and i think that's what was so cool about her that this one completely different being than anything else in the moors and she had all this power and she was like you know the actual leader in this super powerful being then when they introduced oh she has this entire other species that's out in hiding it's like wait, so you're telling me Maleficent had never seen this species before? She, she, what? Like, what? That just doesn't make sense. Like, how could, how could she have gone her entire life and never known about them? Because let's also clarify something. She was about to die in the river when these people basically came out of the sky and picked her up from the water to save her. So, clearly, they knew about her and were watching her because they came to save her. So, my question is then, how is it that you've been watching Maleficent this entire time? They clearly knew about Maleficent, but they never decided to introduce themselves or anything. They even admit in the movie that she's supposedly, like, the most powerful of their kind or whatever, and she's the last descendant of some super creature that they basically idolize. And you're telling me they never, ever thought let's go introduce ourselves
1: but the one thing i really kind of low-key didn't understand is how the queen knew that this army of maleficents would come to the castle like she trapped all the moors in the cathedral and they were relatively they would be relatively easy to kill but she was like she had it yeah, she was
0: basically out. planned out to have some aerial fire, which made no sense because <laughs> it's, like, literally nothing in the Moors flies except Maleficent. <laughs> and she had, like, thousands of catapults at the ready. And, the like I said, the only thing that flies is Maleficent. So, why did she have so many Wait, catapults? No, the
1: fairies, like, a bunch of little fairies did fly, but, like...
0: Okay, maybe. They
1: don't need, like, cannonballs, and especially all the iron that they had.
0: No, forget all the iron. Like, how the... Did they get enough powder to make all those bombs? Like, you're watching this whole scene. It's like, the majority of the time like 50% of the sky is just this pink powder and you just think to yourself like do they have an endless supply of this I thought this was like they only had a limited amount (laughs) like what (laughs) because it's like you see how many flowers they harvested it's like a relatively small graveyard they have to harvest this flower and then extract this like thing from the flower to in order to make the powder that makes the bomb or whatever but yeah I I really didn't understand how they had just so much ammunition that's that's definitely like 100% one of those things again like one of those cliches that. it's like I guess it's just a movie you just have to <laughs> let it pass
1: honestly I really like that this is kind of it doesn't really feel like a remake which Disney has been solely focusing I know you're giving me a look it's not it doesn't feel like a remake and it's not a remake
0: well it shouldn't feel like a remake because it's not a remake
1: well the first one was a remake not really well I, I like that fact. that's what I said it's a remake but it's not a remake okay <laughs> because it's a it's a very original like twist on the story and then this just takes that twist further and i don't i'm not a fan of the disney remakes i've said it so i like this one i like maleficent and maleficent 2 for that reason
0: i like the movie i'm gonna give it a
1: wait wait wait, before we end before we end can we please talk about the sacrifice that fiddle made for her fellow moors was that her name fiddle fiddle
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so like we were saying so in the church where they're all trapped and everything. The bombs are coming out of the organs, right? And we're
1: all thinking, what can stop this? It's such a... Okay, spell.
0: that, again, again, did nobody think to just yank the b- out of the <laughs> seat where she was playing the organ and blasting those bombs out? Like, they're just running around like, oh, what take, are we going to do? Take
1: cover, take cover. And they have giant tree people.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. They have these giant tree dudes who can easily just like whoop. Yank her out of the seat and be like, nah, you're going to stop with the bombs now. But they just, like, decide to run around and frantically, like, I don't know what to do. And so... (laughs) Yeah, one of the three like godmothers. Someone
1: finally has some sense. Yeah. She, she's, she's a little fairy. She can't yank her out of her seat.
0: Anyway, she flies into one of the pipes of the organ, and it's so sad, and it blows up right in her face. And so basically when they die, they just turn into essentially the real-life version of what they are. So for example, there were these little fairy things that looked like dandelions, and so when they poofed, they just turned into real-life dandelions. So they were, like, unanimated, and it was really cute and really sad. But anyway, so she shoved herself into the organ, and so when the bomb went off, she just turned into flowers, and so you just see a bunch of flowers come out of the organ, and you're like, "Mm." and it's so sad. And then at the end in the wedding... You see oh, the other two godmothers?
1: I want to talk about this one. So at the wedding, Aurora's wearing this really beautiful dress. And of course, they go back to the original like scene where they're in like the original movie where they're changing the color of her dress. And the two of them who are alive are changing it between pink and green. And they're like, I like pink. I like green.
0: And by the way, Fiddle was the blue one. And then all of a sudden, we see the dress change to blue. And they're both like, <gasps> and they look over. And it's the little plant in a pot. Like she's still there. And that was so
1: cute. i to cry right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, but and that was really like, adorable. And then they
1: were like, we like it that way. We were like,
0: yeah, <laughs> and they're like, that's the perfect color. Which again, ugh, ugh cliche. No,
1: it was, <laughs> they had a beautiful wedding. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm going to say it was like an okay movie. I am going to rate it a 7
1: out of 10. I'm going to give it a 6.8.
0: Wow, look at you, real professional, giving it a decimal <laughs> score. Ooh, I really hope they don't make a third one. If they make a third one, I feel like they might just ruin it because this, this ended pretty good. They didn't absolutely destroy the first one, but they kind of pulled it a little too much. So if they make a third one, they'll pull it a little too far and they might just crack through the very thin ice that they just made for themselves. So I would stop there. What do you think?
1: I don't know. I kind of want to... I don't know. I would like to see if they could come up with something different because I really just enjoy the movies so much.
0: Make it like How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, now that we've discovered that there's like thousands more of them, now <laughs> let's just see what they do.
1: <laughs> exactly.